peace be with you in Jesus' name. He is the bread of life, and God provides for us. He is our strength. And so in his grace and mercy, we worship in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From Psalm 34. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. The poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Our God is great. How vast is the greatness of God. Today we come to this moment and must admit that we have found it hard to see how great God is and how much he provides. Our fears and anxieties cloud our vision, and sometimes we have given up trying to see God. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in rich love. And so, Lord, we confess our weakness and need. Our sins make us blind to your care. Reach out your saving hand to us. And upon this, your confession of need, I, as a servant of God, announce the grace of God to you. And by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray, gracious Father, your Son, Jesus, came down from heaven, the true bread that gives life to the world. Grant that Christ, the bread of life, may live in us, and we in him, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate God's provision of the bread of life, we turn to God's word from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, beginning at verse 1. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. 
Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once, an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is great. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached the mountain of Horeb. There he went into a cave and spent the night. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, beginning at verse 17. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their, with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. 
And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Follow God's example. As dearly loved children, we walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, beginning at verse 35. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me. And whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. At this, the Jews began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A long, long time ago, in the ancient time of the kings, a drought had led to a famine. And now desperate leaders had turned to superstitions and now even sacrifices to false gods. They were trying anything to make it rain. Oh, God sent the prophet Elijah on a great journey to call them back to faithfulness before the true and living God. The bold prophet Elijah proposed a dramatic duel. He asked the prophets of the false god to call their god down and set fire to their altar sacrifice. The false prophets chanted and prayed and they danced around their sacrifice all day and nothing happened. Then Elijah had his altar sacrifice built and then doused with water three times. And then Elijah prayed, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and all of Israel, let it be known today that you are God and that I am your servant. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God and that you want to win back their wayward hearts. Goodness, had Elijah pushed it too far? His whole journey and everything about his life had been about this, that the glory of God might be seen. Suddenly, the fire of the Lord God Yahweh fell from the heavens and burned up the sacrifice. People bowed to the ground and cried and exclaimed, The Lord, he is God. Yahweh is God. And meanwhile, the sky over the sea grew black with clouds, and the wind rose, and heavy rain came down. The purpose of Elijah's journey had been fulfilled. His prayer answered, the might and goodness and glory of God had been seen. Okay, so may I ask, what do you think is the purpose of your journey? What is the meaning of your life? What makes your life great? Is it this, that the glory of God might be seen? Well, a great journey might also be a hard one. Now, Elijah had to run for his life. 
What he had done had upset the balance of power. And those he had challenged now vowed to kill him. To live for the glory of God. What Elijah was trying to do was such a hard thing. And he was just as human and frail as any of us. Afraid, Elijah ran for his life. A day's journey into the desert. He finally collapsed under the only little tree he could find. He was so exhausted. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. And Elijah just laid down and fell asleep. If you think about it, there are a lot of different ways to approach the journey of life, are there not? Paul points out to his friends, the Ephesians, that the direction we decide to head can sometimes lead to feelings of frustration and futility and could leave us with nothing but a sense of loss. It is human nature to be selfish and afraid. But Paul says there's a much greater journey that we can take. Paul knows that Jesus is our clearest view of how to take this journey. The life of Jesus was about righteousness and holiness. It was about goodness and truth for the glory of God in heaven. And Paul points out to his friends that the living spirit of Jesus can set us on this journey. Jesus shows us what the glory of God looks like, and it is inspiring. And most importantly, it is by God's strength alone that we can keep going on this journey. So, passed out underneath his little tree, the prophet Elijah felt a gentle touch. It was an angel. Get up and eat, he said. There by his head was a cake of fresh baked bread and a jar of water. Bread brought by an angel from heaven? It probably was not what Elijah was expecting, but it was everything that Elijah needed for his hard and great journey. Jesus tells us, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus shows us a great journey that we can take. And he tells us that he is our strength. He says, For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. And whoever I raise will have this life on the last day.
Jesus is telling us that it's the Father's will that your life shine the light of God's glory as the divine and sacred thing God created you to be forever. Your journey will be great, Jesus is saying. Come with me, he says. I'll make sure you don't get lost. I'll make sure you don't get left behind. Six times, six times Jesus tells us that he has come down from heaven for this. Greater than an angel, the Son of God does not need to carry bread from heaven. He is the bread of heaven, the bread of life. Psalm 34 invites us, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. The things of heaven might feel far away, but Jesus has come down from heaven to make these things real. They become real things in our lives as our days unfold and we learn from Jesus how to live as he did with kindness and compassion and forgiveness, living a life of love in goodness and truth, letting the glory of God be seen. These things... They are as real as a loaf of bread sitting on the kitchen counter. And if we let Jesus show us how these things are just as easy to share as the loaf of bread on your counter, having eaten the bread of angel, Elijah was ready to get back on his feet. Elijah was ready to start his journey again. Elijah knew where he wanted to go. He walked down past the Jordan River. He walked down past the Sea of Salt. He just kept walking down and down through the desert. He wanted to go back to the mountain where God had first met with Moses. This mountain had been called sacred and holy ever since because here God had shown himself in all of his glory. From this mountain, God had promised and pledged himself to be the provider for the greatest of journeys. Now, here at this mountain, Elijah found himself a cave and spent the night in security. Just like Elijah, or maybe even with more clarity, you and I know where to head on our journey. We only need to follow the sweet fragrance to the place 
where Jesus is making the bread of life for us. Back we go in our mind's eye. There is a cave. It's a cave-like tomb just outside Jerusalem. And there, two men, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, the man who had come to Jesus in the night, are now wrapping the dead body of Jesus. They're wrapping it, including a mixture of fragrant perfumes and incense fit for a royal burial. That day, Jesus had sacrificed everything, making himself a sacred offering on our behalf. And now, sealed in this burial cave, Jesus rests. The bread of life who had given himself for the life of the world Some thought at this point that Jesus' journey was just over, done with. But just a few days later, he rose from his tomb alive and victorious over death, ready to continue on forever in his truest glory. One of my favorite moments came just a few days after that. His disciples found Jesus cooking for them on the shore of the lake. He had made a fire and was grilling fish. And of course, he had bread for them. As they sat and they ate that bread and fish with him, Did any of them think of the words of Psalm 145? You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him. He hears their cry and saves them. Did they think of those words? Well, maybe. But as they ate that bread and fish on the beach with Jesus, surely they must have thought of Jesus' words. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread gives life to the world. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you, our great and glorious provider. Thank you for sending us, Jesus, your Son, the living bread of heaven. Bless us with faith and trust. Sustain us with this living bread that the purpose of our journey through this world would be to your glory. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed.
Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. Together we pray. Gracious God, you gave your only begotten Son for the life of the world. Teach us to trust in you, to provide all things we need as you care for us, your children. Blessed Lord, our fathers ate manna in the wilderness and died. Give us heaven's bread, that by it we may live forever. Raise us up from the death of sin to live as your children today and raise us up on the last day that we might live as your children forever in heaven. Lord, in your mercy, and hear our prayer. Gracious Redeemer, as you had compassion upon us, give us compassionate hearts for one another that with the love and grace you have shown to us, we may live together in peace and harmony and forgiveness and love all our days. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gentle Savior, as tempted as we are to judge, give us compassionate hearts that we act toward others as you have acted towards us, forgiving one another in your name, rejoicing in your grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Mighty Lord, all power is yours, yet you govern your creation through earthly leaders. Make them wise, just, and honest working for the common good and acting responsibly on behalf of those in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Lord, grant us your spirit that we may extend your gracious care to those in need. Help us to be the hands and feet of your compassion to the world in your name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
The Blessed Father, you grieve the wounds of your children and carry the burdens of all who come to you with illness and sorrow. Especially we ask your blessing for those in need today. According to your will, give them healing and relief, comfort and peace, that in all their needs, your strength may be made perfect in their weakness. Loving Father, we ask your blessing for those we name in our hearts before you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Jesus, help us to walk in courage and love, that by your Spirit's wise guidance, we may live in ways that glorify you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, help us now to trust in you, to answer our prayers and give to us such confidence in your fatherly wisdom that we may be content and at peace with your answer. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. As Jesus has taught us, we are bold to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Blessed Lord, we give you thanks and praise that you feed and nourish us with the bread of life. Strengthen us that we may honor you with hearts of courage and faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.